three female entrepreneurs turned besties share on life, business, and the journey through the mess. Join their community with every new episode for connection, education, a few laughs, and the hype energy like a bathroom full of drunk girls at a bar. It's okay. We're We're friends friends now. now. Hello, hello, it's Biz. (laughs) Hey, it's Katie. And it is Ashley. Welcome to We're Your Friends Now. We are super stoked for this week's episode. Last week, we talked about goals and goal setting. This week, we're going to kind of play off of that a little bit to talk about how do you show up even when it feels like you are failing. So we are going to dive into that pretty soon. But first, I want to know how your guys' weeks have been. Katie, what is a high from the week? How are you? Good. Um, so we got a ton of snow up here. Uh, you know, it, it started last week and we had like a little bit one day and then all of a sudden we got a ton. And so um, Connor is now old enough to actually like experience it and not just, mm-hmm. you know, kind of be sat in the snow and be like, oh, you saw the snow. <laughs> and when his little like his little mind was blown, he absolutely like the squeals of delight and he would just live out there if he could. So it's been the total highlight of my week because he just absolutely loves it. Feels like he's on such an adventure and like, oh my gosh, it's the cutest thing. Cute. And like, of course, watching him eat the snow was like, it was just so cute, you know. Um, added bonus that like we all got sick and cold air is really good for your lungs. So I was like, it's healthy. It's like we're, we're medicating or something. Um, but total, total highlight. And also, like, I don't know if you've ever seen a toddler in a snowsuit, highly recommend. Cutest thing oh I've my ever god, seen. have you seen toddlers do karate? Yes. <laughs> oh my god, that is the cutest thing ever. Oh yes. Honestly, toddlers doing pretty much anything. Yeah, yeah I mean, a time to any way, shape, or form. And tell them to do things. <laughs> that's so yeah. cute. That's right. I mean, everybody had their polar vortex this week, right? Yeah. Yeah. Week. Screw all that noise. I, I had know. to deal with like freezing temperatures. Hmm. not okay yeah i don't think the new orleans people are uh i went to mardi gras oh, in a zip up onesie twice <laughs> <laughs> i yeah. did see a video this morning of um some guy showing that the swamp puppies uh were frozen into the swamp and they instinctively like point their snouts up so that it freezes around them but they can still breathe but then the waters they're like frozen. they just let place. themselves get frozen in Neutral. Yeah, and then and what? then they thaw out. Wow, that is a very know. dinosaur of them. Anyway, right, <laughs> that's crazy. What about you, Biz? Other than Mardi Gras on a onesie, how was your week? What was your high? <laughs> I slept. I went to bed at five thirty p.m. yesterday. <laughs> Can we just talk about that? My jealousy is like just. Wait, but what time did you wake up? Two, but two <laughs> a.m. Yeah, but I went back to bed, but I went back to bed and like I went back to bed at like four something until normal. And yeah, that's why I think I messaged you guys at like 3 a.m. Some in some like (laughs) some really inspiring quote that I found (laughs) at 3 a.m. You're welcome. Thanks for being my friends. Okay, thanks. Um, Yeah, but real talk. I like text my husband. I was like, I kind of want to take a nap, but it's 5.30. And then the next thing I know, it's like 2 a.m. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. So it was great. Yeah. So that honestly, that and um, I guess I should talk about it. But I, I 
found out that I finished out the years number one in my company yeah. uh, this past week. Yeah. And uh, honestly, what I'm what I'm most proud about that, and it kind of ties into this episode. So I don't want to, to necessarily segue over your good news, Ashley. But um, but what I'm most proud of is I left my previous company in the number one spot. And then to come over in a year, like literally a day before my year anniversary to receive that uh, reward is what I want to (laughs) say, because it is, it is like a reward for all of my hard work um, to do that. I mean, it was really affirming um, to say that and like powerful on a personal level. And I feel like it was the, the last little curve I needed to round to start hiring like crazy. And so I am very excited about all of the people that are coming, um, some of them coming back to my life, some people coming like around for the first time that are going to be joining forces. So very excited. It's, it's, it was a really, yeah. it was a really good week. It was crazy busy. And then I got to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's so amazing. Thank That's you. So One of my favorite hobbies is to nod off like at 8 PM, you know, just a little bit when you're not supposed <laughs> to sleep. It's like one of my favorite things to do. It's a nappetizer. So yeah. A little, yeah. A, little nap. a nappetizer. Oh my God. I'm going to do that's great. I'm going to steal that. No, you know what it was? It was the Iron and Wine Spotify soundtrack. Oh, I figured that out. That is like some Zen space unlocking music to me. Who knew? Now I do. what's what's your high so um first i'll say that from the previous week we obviously had our polar vortex here too so i'm going to intertwine this with an apology to the listeners if you hear any meowing i am basically (laughs) running a cat nonprofit in my basement where we're taking in all the feral street cats give me your injured and you're hungry and and you're pokey Bring um, out your dead. <laughs> oh, there's some strange looking cats in my um podcasting room with me right now. So if you happen to hear meow, sorry. Um or we made it it does it even meow? Does it meow? Yes. I can't wait to hear the yeah. sound it makes. Let's be it's honest. Meow too. Too. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm about yeah. to do. It's like a meow. Have you ever heard of a, have you ever seen the videos of tigers chuffing? They make this mm-hmm. like breathing chuffing sound. No, I'm going to imitate it because I'm, I'm here for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the best tiger chop. It's not, it is not right. I, it's the closest I can get. <laughs> I'm real sad that y'all didn't see that. <laughs> the like moment of like, am I going to do this? And I feel like, fuck yes, I am. <laughs> The moment of commitment, you know? Oh, um, I love you so much. yeah. That was my previous week was pretty much doing that. And then it continues over to this week because I am weak. So that has been going on. But uh, this is kind of all three of our news. And we're finally able to make it official on the podcast. But we are going live in person this week to interview the one and only Diana Kokoska. Diana Kokoska is you should as a female entrepreneur she obviously is huge in the Keller Williams world because she uh, worked there for years and years and years 
back when there were rules about how many women could work in a single real estate office. Um, Her story is amazing. She just released a new book, Becoming More, by Diana Kokoska. So we are going to be traveling to go see her and see Katie in person. We're going to be recording an episode for you guys. (sighs) And we're literally dying. We're like (laughs) freaking out. We're yeah. freaking out over it. We've been freaking out over it for a month and like yeah. trying to decide. In fact, I think Katie or Ashley almost dropped it um a couple weeks ago, made made mention to it a little oh, bit. Yeah. 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 And I was like, oh shit, are we really doing that? And then yeah. and then it was like this whole ass conversation of when we could say something. And um yeah, we got on the calendar and that's, that's, that's what it is. So it's like real deal, Lucille, real deal happening. It wasn't even when we booked our flights. <laughs> <laughs> we're buying flights or booking hotels. We're like talking about what equipment do we need to record in person since we always record these online since we all live in different places. This yeah. is going to be your first time we'll record in person. So yeah, hopefully everything Let's goes smoothly. Go part two. <laughs> Yeah. We're just going to be crying through the whole thing. I so. know. It's just going to be an hour of us all crying. Yeah. <laughs> Diana's going to be like, so, so in chapter three of my new book. It's <laughs> <laughs> my new favorite. <laughs> no, we're super, um, super honored that she's taking the time to meet with us. Um it's a you huge know, deal. She is like the queen. The, the queen. real talk. And I love this about her book too. She is such a way of like kicking your ass and hugging you at the same time. Yeah. Like yeah. she literally is the definition of tough love in my, in my book, like in my yeah. book and <laughs> <In>, like reading <laughs> hers. It's just like, you know, you instantly feel so seen and exposed and at the same time, like, it's okay, because we're going to fix it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it, it's beautiful. It, it really is. I mean, she, she's she's amazing. She's like an yeah. entrepreneur, Brene Brown. I mean, truly, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Um, with that. Anyway. Oh, God. I can't stop talking about her now. Ashley, what are we <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> It was one of those things, like, it literally hit me today that this week, I've never met her before, so this week I'm meeting Diana Kokoska, and you're like, oh, my God, I've never been more excited for a Wednesday in my life. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, also, like, added bonus that we get to see each other. Like, I'm I'm really pumped to, like, see y'all and hang out. (laughs) You want to know what my, my concern is? It's not really a concern. It's like, I don't know. I'm worried that the magic of being together to record is going to be addicting. And we're going to be like, <laughs> oh, we should all just continue. <laughs> every every week we're like, we, should, we need to go in person to record. <laughs> we can girl math my bottom unit downstairs and make it a recording studio. Yes. <laughs> you know how some people do like content creation days where they bring a bunch of outfits and do we can just like pick a week or something every quarter and just get together and record all the episodes. Ben. No. Because I like singing all every week. <laughs> I know. And, and that was like legit the reason we started was to get to talk to each other more often on a regular yeah. basis. And now so, we get to see each other. Oh, God. Okay. Wait, wait, okay. Kokoska. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so insane. Okay. So now that you guys have a great taste of how literally amazing 
the it, it's not going to drop next week, right, Katie? We're not going to drop the episode next week. So right. no. yeah. you will have to stay tuned. Unfortunately, you have to come and listen to us every week to see when Diana's yeah. interview is live. But this week, let's go ahead and get started talking about showing up even when it feels like you're failing. This, I think, rings so deeply with so many people, uh, that, that feeling of like, I have this goal, I want to work towards it, I feel like I'm showing up, and it's not working. Like, that's the hardest part. It's one thing when you can say, well, I didn't really try, and I think that might secretly be why a lot of us don't truly try, is it's always a get-out-of-jail-free card if you can say, well, it's my goal, and I didn't try. So... I don't know. I mean, like, Biz, can you recall a time in your life where, like, it just felt like nothing was working at all? <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. Real talk. This is a really great episode for me because I have a, it's so important for me to have these, like, buffers in place to track my progress. Uh, with things because I swing into, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> like, who am I getting? And, you know, it, it, I've sat with myself for a really long time and questioned whose voice that is in my head um, mm. that I'm listening to whenever they, whenever I start to tell myself that I'm not good um, because it's not my voice, right? It's yeah. not my voice. It wasn't. It's my voice that I hear it now, but it's not my words. And like when I say I sat with myself with that, I mean like a long time, right? I don't think any little kid grows up thinking that they can't do something, right? No. I mean, like that's terrible if, if they do. And let's, let's, you know, whatever. I'm sure there are kids out there that do. But anyway, point being is that it's somebody else's voice. And Whenever I first left my first nest after five years of being in the business, I had someone caution my assistant that I took with me to not let me get too big for my britches. And mm -hmm. that is a glass ceiling phrase mm -hmm. that goes over my head all the time. So I hear that. I heard that voice. Um, but now that I can recognize it, it kind of shatters it every time. So that's that's one of the one of the ways. But yeah, I mean, I get like that, honestly, like. I have moments like that. I won't, I won't say weekly, but I'll definitely say at least once a month, I feel like I'm reaching too far. Interesting. Yeah. That, that inner voice that some, sometimes it's multiple people. A lot of times it's probably our mother's voices. <laughs> sometimes it's bosses or friends that weren't really friends, to be honest. I don't know. What about you, Katie? Have you, do you have like a specific time you can think back to where you felt like you were doing things you felt like you were showing up and then the results weren't there yeah <laughs> I don't know if any of you recall my 2020 to my current <laughs> I'm just kidding um yeah like there's a really specific example that comes to mind I was new-ish in real estate and I was doing all of the things like making my calls, going into the office, doing the things. And like, I wasn't getting clients and I wasn't getting deals. And I just felt like my wheels were spinning. And I was like, maybe I'm not for, like, maybe I'm not meant for this. All these people who mm -hmm. are entrepreneurs and have these big ideas and visions and they just come in and it all comes to them magically. And like, maybe I'm not that, you know, like maybe I can go execute on somebody else's dream, but not my own. 
Um, oh. And it like it was just a very confusing thing. You know yeah. something crazy? How like just to affirm that anybody could do this too. I was in therapy last week and my freaking therapist told me that they had to do all of this, like that there's um, real studies shown that there's no difference between an entrepreneur's brain and somebody else's. It's just yeah. someone willing to put in the work mm. and to hold themselves to like the commitment and their discipline. Discipline. That's the word That's I'm looking for. Fascinating. Discipline. That is. Yeah. And it was so validating hearing yeah. my freaking therapist say it. Cause I was like, <laughs> Oh, anyway, there's yeah, a, like what a weight off my shoulders into my personal life. But <laughs> no, and but you know we talk about that, and and sometimes I wonder if I'm in an echo chamber, you know, like if I if I just have created this happy little echo chamber with my friends and and all of this stuff, and so whenever I see things in my my quote unquote real life, you know, outside of whatever chamber I'm talking about that that articulate back, so you know what trick I started using with myself whenever I feel like I'm in an echo chamber and this I know Katie and Biz you both kind of tease me like lovingly about being addicted to learning <laughs> but this applies to so many things like I'll be trying to learn about anything and I always 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 google the opposite of what I think is true every single time because I want to see the results that are going to argue against me and if I can't reason like reasonably argue against those, then I need to reevaluate what I'm thinking. So I, I love that. I feel That's like I do that, but I've never Googled. That's cool. I do that with Facebook groups. I make sure I join multiple ones um, yeah. of opposite sides of the spectrum. That's going to be interesting. Also, so if anybody Googles me, they can't think about what I do politically because it's like a mess if you look at my groups. Zigging and zagging. <laughs> Zigging and zagging. <laughs> I don't know. I think about that stuff, man. Sometimes it's good camouflage to be all of it. it I mean, we're, no, it we're in, I think about that. you know, Sometimes facing forward like, facing comments things. pop up, you know, like on a news article and you can immediately tell what political affiliation they have, what religious affiliation they have. And I don't personally discriminate against people solely based on affiliation with things. Uh, but there are a lot of people in business who will. And so it's smart to yeah. consider what you're putting out into the world um, and whether or not, you, you know, you stand by it enough to say, like, there are things, right? I'm like, look, if somebody's going to disagree with me on this and not want to do business with me, then that's how it is, baby. They were yeah. never going to like me anyway. That's what Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Politics aren't one of them, though. Not for me. Yeah. So that's how I hide. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So... When you're, when you think back to those times in your lives, like, I like the way Katie phrased it, the idea of like wheels are spinning, uh, yeah. where you're, you're showing up and you're failing, <laughs> like just straight <laughs> up, honestly, you're showing up and you're failing. <laughs> like, how does that, I, I, this feels like a real therapy moment, but like literally how does that affect you? Like Katie, how did, how does that translate to your life, your actions? So I'm going to, I'm going to bring you to a different one because it's a little different, right? Like the, the one that I just talked about, I was doing all of the things and I later learned I wasn't doing them. Like I didn't have a good purpose. Or, there's a whole thing, whatever. <laughs> At the beginning of COVID, I took, I had just taken a new job um, like 10 days before everything shut down. And I moved for this job and then everything shut down and 
I was trying to figure out life. I was going through a lot in my personal life at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I have been so excited about this job. It was totally, I was like such a great match for it. And I knew what I needed to do. And I like could not make myself do it. I couldn't get it done or I would try and fail. And it wasn't that I like was showing up and my wheels were spinning. My wheels were spinning on why I couldn't accomplish these things that I knew I could do. It was like such a weird, so I, and I was just constantly like beating myself up. And so Mm -hmm. I lived with this, like, I don't typically say that I have anxiety, but I lived with this anxiety because I knew at any moment, like somebody could call me and they would be calling me out because I did something wrong or I didn't do something that I should have done. My results weren't there. I was constantly beating myself up. I was confused about what was happening in life. And also like, I've always been able to count on myself and the work that I produce. And so I felt like a stranger to myself and it showed up everywhere in my life. Like I was not as happy. I was not as confident. I was not as like motivated or determined. It was such a difficult thing. And it felt so like, so I don't even know the word for it, but I just didn't even recognize myself, you know? That's yeah. like a yeah. whole other level of missing your goals and like not showing up that like, I, I've been there too, mm-hmm. but that's not, that was not last Friday mm-hmm. uh, there. And so they're like, they're like two separate things in that, in that part, I think that's where I like, I've referenced before a few times of feeling depressed and being unable to goal set, but it's like a loss of direction and knowing what you want and not being able to pick a place to run towards. Um, For me, like the, the time I felt like I was failing on Friday, though, I have like physiological responses to it. Like, you know, I, I get really sweaty I actually yeah. lose my appetite um, yeah. where I can't eat. And um, and um, thankfully, I know I about this happy list mm-hmm. that I have. <laughs> um, and God bless my husband, y'all. I called him freaking out on Friday when I was having my moment. And um, I was like, who am I kidding? <laughs> and like, all this stuff. Holding my number one black. <laughs> like, you know. Here's the physical proof that I can do this and that I did it. And now I can't do it anymore. Oh, it's only been three days. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. But y'all, he was like, babe, gratitude. Gratitude. <laughs> but I think it's because he listened to our podcast. <laughs> I freaking love that. <laughs> yeah, but I do. So like, I mean, I have, I think, and so I think when I'm like really in the funk, it's those symptoms, but like spread out and like longer, right? Like, and so I like, I lost weight because I wasn't eating for months because I was so, you know, Honestly, lost. Yeah. Same. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I lost weight. Oh, I've been, go- I've been going through it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hardly ever a symptom of something really good happening. I know. And that's why it's like awful. It's like, oh, you look great. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I feel terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like, I, real talk, like, I hate almost saying that though when someone comments on it because I don't want to be part of like the, the trauma culture, like yep. the pissing match of how bad you've got it. 
Like, I don't even want to have that conversation and be into it. So I just say thanks. But it does, yeah. you know, sometimes it's it's good to not compliment people too, whenever you yeah. notice. I, that that's why I was telling my kids, I'm like, you know what, we, and Biz, I think you mentioned this in another podcast where you taught your daughter. Yeah, you don't comment on things people can, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. if, if somebody can't change something, like it's, you should compliment. And even though it's like meant to be a compliment, compliments are the same you should do it on stuff that people can change because that yeah. was like their conscientious choice like their outfit their shoes all that stuff yeah i would say for me i i honestly i say it as a tongue-in-cheek like joking thing like i was like thanks i feel terrible like i like to infuse humor with <laughs> vulnerability <laughs> uh because i think it helps people feel a little less uncomfortable with it but i always joke and say i excel at failing. I feel like my entire trajectory of work has just been failure. <laughs> and it sounds weird to say because it's like, okay, Ashley, like you've um, coached hundreds of agents. You've helped sell millions and millions of dollars worth of real estate. You have a track record of happy clients. You've spoken on stage at family reunion. And maybe part of it is like, I don't take enough time to recognize my accomplishments. And instead I hyper-focus on the things that didn't happen or didn't pan out or whatever. And so I just always feel, I'm like, yeah, I had, you know, a hundred million dollar year, but I went on three listing appointments that I didn't get. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and there was no reason I shouldn't have gotten them. Like, <laughs> so like right? I still, I legitimately still think about people that chose to sell out to Zillow back in like, 2021 when that was a big thing i still oh, think about that yeah. like girl i kid you not last night before i went to bed i started thinking about this listing appointment that i went on i haven't been in production for years and i was thinking about how like this guy told me what he wanted to list his house at and i was like absolutely not that's like a hundred thousand dollars over where it should be and there was like all this stuff and i was like no like here's the pricing strategy this is what we'll do whatever and then like Four months later, he listed it with somebody else. And I didn't know this at the time because I didn't ask the right questions. He already had a buyer who was willing to pay that much cash. So he uh, listed at the higher price and got it. <laughs> oh, that's the type of fuck you I would do. <laughs> and then, and so, so four years later, I'm still, before I go to sleep at night, thinking about this, I still remember the address. Like, just thinking yep. about this, I'm like, man. I have yeah. things like that, though, that haunt me, too, where I'm yeah. like, ah, uh, but that's how you learn. That's how you fail forward. Right. For sure. Yeah. And that's like, that's like my new thing is that the question is more important than the answer. Mm -hmm. Dumbass. Yeah. Comma. But I shouldn't add the dumbass to my self-talk. I just realized that <laughs> yeah. that's what my self-talk is. I'm going to change it, that. Yeah. It's okay if you were saying it to me. <laughs> no, I call myself dumbass. Um, and then dumbass, just replace it with Barbie. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, <gasps> done. Thanks, Ashley. You're so you. welcome. You're so welcome. Thanks, Barbie. I'm, I'm watching that. I'm watching that in a couple weeks for the first time. Are you seriously? Yeah. Are you not going to watch it on Wednesday night on my laptop with us? <laughs> no, we're doing Galentine's for the cult that I oh, Super. Ezra cute. and I just watched it. He, I took oh. Cassie to the movie theater to see it, and I didn't think he would like it, so I didn't take him, and he was so mad at me. So <laughs> oh. Oh, you know, I, I sat on the couch and we watched it together and he cried during it. Oh. Okay, so real talk. 
my new hire that's starting on 2-1 is my old SVP of sales. His name is Ken. <gasps> He's going to be my just Ken to my mortgage Barbie. And I already told him and he loves it. <laughs> And your so office is my first man, and he's gonna yeah. be my just Ken. I'm, I'm so, so excited. excited. <laughs> yeah, okay, there, roll dog. Okay, I hadn't told y'all that yet. That's why <laughs> maybe that honestly, that's probably part of it. We just gotta channel our inner Barbie more when we're feeling like <laughs> <laughs> like when Barbie is sitting there. Ha- okay, wait, no, no, I can't, I can't ruin anything. Katie hasn't seen it. Okay, right, yeah. <sighs> nothing's happening anyway. An entire box of Kleenex. Yes. February 16th. I will watch it. And then we will talk more about it because I have some feelings about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know what's, what goes along with showing up even when you're failing is that first part of feeling like you're failing and having to go, what is what is not working here? Like, why is it not working? To then how do you combat that feeling? Because that can put you in a really dark place where like, I've done the things I was supposed to do, or maybe I didn't, or I didn't do them well enough, but like, I, it's still just not working out and I feel really low. I am having this critical inner self-talk, like it can turn into a spiral. So what are some of the things that you do to combat those feelings and pull yourself out? Um, so my answer is going to be the same as my answer for a lot of things, because Anybody who knows me, I feel like knows my, sorry, my heating pad is like real messed up. Um, My immediate response when something doesn't go well is, okay, what can I change? Like, what have I done? How did I handle this wrong? Right. Um, Which is fine because it's good to review. And also when I get in that spiral, uh, the people that I have in my life are everything. Right. So I have people I can just ask. or, you know, they can help me along the way. Um, or people who I can just say like, hey, I'm having a hard time and just let them encourage me some or call me out with a solution. I have like, before I can even make the phone call stuff, because like my swings sometimes be real bad, um, like real bad. And I don't even call Katie or Ashley or anybody. And I barely <laughs> call my husband. Um <laughs> And that's whenever that happens to me, I um, switch into um, the superwoman pose. I know it's so stupid, but like it sounds so stupid because it's so simple. Um, But that's like a lot of things. It's simple, not easy. Right. And so it's really hard when you're wanting to curl up in a ball. And sometimes you are in a ball to unball yourself and stand up with your hands over your head. And that's what I do. I reach really high and then I bring them down to superwoman pose. But I think like what you just said is so important. The actual physical element of it, because like keeping your hands, there's a whole, I'll have to look it up. There's yeah. There's a whole, a whole like thing behind it. Of, yeah. Like, unclen- like unclenching your fists and like opening your up jaw. your body mm-hmm. and your jaw and it releases tension, but it's also like opening your body. It creates this positivity, like facing yourself towards the sun, you know, um, but like we hold all that tension and all that negativity and we're literally holding on to it 
and we have to let it go. So I love that you just made that reference also. Yeah, Ashley, Ashley, what about you? Do you have any like actual things you do like when you're really in the thick of it and like, oh God, this sucks. I suck Ugh. to get you out of that. Have a, have a margarita. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Honestly, like, no, sometimes it really is like little things that you're like, you know, I'm just, I, I don't drink often. And like last night, I don't know why, but I was in a little spirally, crumbly mood. And I was like, just go grab a beer out of the fridge. And not that I'm advocating for drinking to cope, but just having like some little ritual thing where like you just remind yourself like things are all fine. They're yeah. all going to work out. Nothing is supposed to be perfectly worked out today or this second. We're all works in progress. Businesses are works in progress. Like you'll build up to the next peak of your business and it will come back down a few steps. And that's just life. So it's lots of little things like that. Or I don't know if you guys have seen on TikTok, there's this thing going around where it's like, if I was a therapist, I would tell people to just like, mm, have we tried to go get a spray tan? Let's try that <laughs> first. And it's like, it's jokey. And obviously it doesn't actually solve any problems, but it's a little moment of self-care. It makes me, especially in the winter, oh, I just, I get, I I don't like the winter very much. So yeah. it makes me kind of feel like summer or vacation is here. So that can help. But on a bigger scale, that's more applicable, like to everything. It's writing down gratitude. That can really help. Oftentimes when I'm focused on the failures, it's because I haven't been focusing on gratitude. And then similar to Katie, having people. There are times that it's really hard to reach out to somebody because you have to sometimes be the one to be vulnerable first. Yeah. But just yeah. yesterday I was, I had a video go viral on Instagram and the comments when you go viral are not always nice. And that mm -hmm. is like easy to shrug off for me 95% of the time. But for some reason, I just, I was going through and I was trying to delete ones that were like, overly rude or overly like they sometimes people come in and they'll just comment on your appearance and they try to be rude and tear you down and the video has nothing to do <laughs> with like my appearance I'm not like I'm, I'm not a model I'm not modeling on Instagram there's no reason to bring that in right and it got to me for some reason I don't know why it just did and I reached out to our good friend Patrick in Boston Aww. who has had a ton of Instagram growth lately so I knew he would at least, even if he doesn't share the exact same experience, um, he would at least have the empathy on it. And yeah. I was like, I just need you. I literally told him, I was like, I need you to remind me. <laughs> it's not just me that this happens to. And he was a great supporter in that. So thank you, Patrick, because I like <laughs> was literally about to cry over stuff. And like, again, most of the time it doesn't get to me, but for some reason it just did. So that is super important. If you, I would like to make a blanket statement that if you left mean comments on Ashley's video, you are not our friend now. You are <laughs> not our friend now. You can't sit with us. Okay, <laughs> you can't sit with us. This podcast does not apply to you. <laughs> the explicits yeah. are for you. <laughs> Dumbass. Dumbass. <laughs> Do you, okay, you, you guys have all seen Legally Blonde, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But so anytime anytime somebody says dumbass, that's all I hear is her yeah. voice. 
I'm taking the dog, dumbass. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> Thank you so much. I love her. Oh, <laughs> I love you guys. Episode, My friends are so important. Friends are so important. They're so important. You got to talk to them. You got to you got to know them. You got to have friends on your reminder list to text them cuz they might be freaking out and not knowing how to say they're freaking out. Well, yeah. I think that that's so important too. Like I just and this isn't me trying to say like, oh yeah, I do that. But like we have a couple group chats, right, that we're in and there's always people who comment really frequently. And I noticed that somebody had been kind of quiet for like a month. And I know we've had the holidays and a lot of stuff going on, but I just called them this morning and I was like, hey, like you've been really quiet. You aren't usually quiet. So you okay? You busy? Or are you like, what's going on? Everything good? And we just had like a really good talk. And that's it. It's like, he's been really busy, but also going through a bunch of stuff that he didn't even really know how to verbalize to ask for help on any of it, you know? And so I just was like, okay, well, unload on me, you know, yeah. like just. Just say whatever you need to. And you know, sometimes well, like you bottle it up because you don't want to dump and bring other people down. Oh yeah. God, I'm so guilty of that. Yeah. Have somebody that says like, I'm here. I'm, I've got the capacity. Dump yeah. away. Oh That's my God. Funny. Hang on. In fact, we need Katie, you and I just need to recreate that ass conversation that you and I had. You remember that? I called you and I was like, but you're always so good. And I'm always every time I call you, I'm just shitting on your day. And then Katie goes, No, Biz. Are you kidding? I love when you call and shit on my day. Because drum roll. Well, I mean, said? there's a couple things, but like, yeah, like part of it is like you give me the opportunity to be a good friend, which brings me a lot of joy. And I do have the capacity and like, it doesn't change my day. I get the opportunity to like be a good friend to you and bring some joy to you. And which so I thought was crap until it happened to me the other way around. And then I was like, oh my God, Katie is so smart. <laughs> and then it really sunk in. Like you didn't, you, you didn't ever... say that though. You called me and said, you weren't lying. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Because, but like, it's because it's like, you're right. I didn't because of that, but that's like the real talk in my head though. I was like, that's not, that's not how it works for Katie. That's not how it works for biz. My brain doesn't work that way. And then it does happen. It did happen. It happened because somebody called me and I was in a bad mood and I was like, no, I'm answering this call because this person is important to me. And if they're calling me, then they need me. And so I answered and then I was like, oh, wow. And by the end of that call, I felt like such a great friend and my attitude was turned around and everything was turned around. And I was like, holy shit, this is what I do to Katie all the time. Like every <laughs> single time I call her, this is what I do. Like, this is why she thinks I'm a good friend because <laughs> like she gets to be a good friend whenever, like I've, every time I call, like, of course. And it just made this, it was like this biggest aha moment for me all the way around that had I not had that really vulnerable moment with Katie, because like in that she kept saying, well, no, this. And I was like, well, you're just saying that <laughs> you're just saying that. And, you know, and she was like, well, if I'm your friend, would I lie to you? And I'm like, would you lie to me? And I'm like, no, <laughs> a little, but only with cookies. 
<laughs> you know, and all that stuff. So, so thanks. Thanks for being patient with me. And Ashley, you too, because I think you've been trying to say something for approximately eight seconds. I know I was trying to say that you said like, that's how Katie's brain works and not mine. That's the story you were telling yourself. And that just reminded me of when you said that your therapist said that scientifically, there's no difference between like an entrepreneur's brain and somebody who's busy saying like, oh, I can't do that because like X, Y, Z, they're different. They're wired different. And I, I'm guilty of that. I have yeah. totally been like, you know, oh, I, I I'm just not that person. I, I'm not like, I need my sleep. Okay. I, <laughs> I'm not the person that's going to stay up until freaking midnight and get up at four in the morning and have the energy to work. Like I love naps. And so I've always put that in my brain as like those people who say those things, at least, obviously it's not always what they're actually doing. They're just wired differently. And like, you know, obviously setting aside real diagnosed medical, uh, differences in your brain that you are seeking treatment for or seeking accommodations to work through that's different but the overall theme is that you like you're just capable of so much more than you give yourself credit for yeah and yeah. when you're feeling like you're not accomplishing your goals it's important to like know what you're moving forward to like you're failing it even when you're failing you're still like moving towards it and like that, that right there is ultimately where my brain gets to and I can pull myself out of it. But until I get to that point and I can get back on the redirection, it's like, okay, now this is the next right thing to do. And then you go mm -hmm. and you do it and you realize that like the failure moment that you're sitting in is really just part of your success. Right? That's so such thank a you good for this book. Point. That's but, such a good yeah. point because when I, and I know I, people are going to get sick of hearing me say this, but when you know your mission and you know what you're working for or towards or what your purpose is, failure is almost easier to cope with because it can still play into the bigger picture. Whereas like when your whole life depends on each win, making the entire like meaning of your life, one failure is devastating. Yeah. It's oh. easy to redirect when, like, you know where you're going. See, everybody always likes to tease me about my license plates, but, like, the what I want, when I want that that stands for, <laughs> I swear to God, there's so many more layers to that than what than the surface level that, that people go at. But it's such a freaking reminder every day that I get into that car. Well, I don't even get into it anymore. Sad day. But, you know, it is. It's such a freaking reminder that and, and like the gratitude bits, sometimes like I can get overwhelmed by like the fact that I live in New Orleans, even though that's such a gratitude thing because it's so freaking expensive here and mm. it's so much pressure all the time um, mm -hmm. that it's hard. It's hard. And that's where like we were talking about community earlier and how important it is to yeah. have like real friends versus deal friends. Right. Yeah. And um, all of the above, like, even if you just got one person, man, you got to have that one person that you can call when you're like in the pits and they're like, hey, girl, what's up? Because sometimes even that can be enough to snap, snap somebody out of it and back on track. Like just knowing that like the however crappy the reality is, oh, feelings are not facts. Yeah. Oh. And then nothing lasts forever either. Yeah. Feelings are not facts and it won't last forever. And the only way out is through. 
Mm, I think that's those are, I think, gosh, I can recall those as well. Yeah. yeah that that used to be my mantra is about affirmations and stuff. Yeah. Sorry. I think that's <laughs> so exciting. One, like, cause so I've talked about this a lot, but like I'm a recovering perfectionist, right? Like fear used to, or failure used to scare me more than anything else. And so showing up when I'm failing, knowing that other people can see that I'm failing, right? Like you're publicly failing. Um, and like choosing to not hide from that or show up or ask for help or stand up and say, yep, I failed. And here's how I'm going to do better or whatever. Um, the only way out is through, it's like such a big one. And it's the scariest freaking thing ever to take yeah. that first stand or even to just like sit in front of another person and accept the reality that you failed or you're failing or whatever. Um, but that's such a good one for that biz. It is. Yeah. It's one of my favorite ones. For sure. Feeling um, speaking of community, so obviously we've talked about how important it is. Truly having community and having support is a great antidote. Having people around you that know your mission as well, like Biz was saying, where her husband was like, say your gratitude. Like, <laughs> yeah. People that can know and identify because there's when you say real friends versus deal friends, a deal friend would be like, yeah, that sucks. You should probably just quit since they don't appreciate you at your job. Yeah. You know, yeah. and like, I get it, girl. Like, sometimes that's the advice I want to give myself too. Mm -hmm. But that's not always the most conducive to our goals. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> turn it all down every single week because it's hard. Oh. Isn't really the answer. So how did, like, I know we've touched on this some, but how did you find these different communities? How did you figure out which group chats or which people were the right ones to reach out to, to say, I'm in the weeds right now and things suck and I need to cry about it. For me personally, there's a lot of people who openly share what their failure has taught them or where it's going, or they raise their hand for help. Not in a way of like, they don't try first, you know, and they just, Oh, this is hard. I need someone to do it for me. But the people who are like, here's something I'm working on. I need a solution. Can anybody talk through this with me? And that makes me feel safe from judgment because they are also working through that or working through something and publicly failing. Um, and then, you know, there's that quote about like, people won't remember what you say or what you did, but they'll remember how you made them feel. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's also just people who you, you get that feeling with, right? I don't know that there's necessarily something like a quality that you can quantify, but there's people that you just, you just know that it's okay to talk to them. Yeah. What do I, I, um, I go to Facebook. Um, I think so. Like, this is kind of a fun fact about me, but I actually was a really intense computer gamer for like 15 <laughs> years of my life. <laughs> um, and so I um, have learned how to foster like meaningful relationships um, online only for a really long time. And so Facebook and whenever they came out with community groups is like my favorite thing in the entire world. I'm also in a lot of weird groups. Okay. <laughs> um, so, um, my most because recent, like hobbies. Yeah. Well, both. So like, I'm okay. in a lot, like when I was in researching stained glass, I joined a lot of stained glass groups because I wanted to learn about it just for like, you know, being a fly on the wall. And I posted 
um, a piece that I'm working on. And all of these older people came out of the woodwork and like gave me all of the support and like, Aww. like real, like honest, like tips and stuff. And it, and it's like kind of silly. Like we were talking about like goals and things, but it was such a goal of mine to yeah. find this creative outlet and something that I enjoy because my therapist tells me that the secret to being happy is to do things that make you happy. And so, <laughs> you know, I had to figure out what that was. I had to figure out who those people were. I had to do all of those things. And so like, you know, it's a, it's not a goal tied to any type of monetary you know, mm -hmm. motivator in my life. But as far as like biz being happier and finding a community, I mean, these are a bunch of people that I would probably never go up to and speak to in the grocery store. Besides, you know, let me get that for you, you know, sir, <laughs> kind of thing. And so like Facebook is great. Like, I mean, it really is. And, and people are wonderful. Like people are wonderful. People are out there looking for community as much as you mm -hmm. are. And yeah. so I love that like Ashley asked us like where we go to get it. And Katie's like, well, it's all around. I just like pick which community I want to respond to and interact <laughs> with essentially. And like, you know, what I'm saying is I think everybody has access to social media too. Um, so maybe like step outside of what you think would be your normal and try to find like ripples because like, like kind of like I was saying, it was so affirming for my therapist earlier, but like it was affirming in that group because um, I called it creative sacrifice. And this gentleman corrected me and said, no, it's creative freedom. And I was like, man, like, you're right, bro. Like change the way you look at things and things you look at change. Thanks, like, you know, but it was just so cool to like see that ripple like all the way through. Um, so yeah, so it's all out there. Community is there. You just gotta, yeah. just, you know, search. But for I think it. that brings up such a good point of you have to be so careful about what your surroundings are, right? Yeah. So, um, like if you follow people or things or whatever on social media that are negative or dark or not helpful or drama filled then when you go to escape by scrolling on your phone, it's going to feed that or people who put on a front, right? It's going to feed that portion of you that feels like a failure. Whereas if it's people who are entrepreneurs talking about failure, talking about winning, talking about the struggle, your friends, people posting positive things, things that make you happy, things that you're interested in, like hobbies, it's totally different Then you can go to that and allow it to remind you of who you are instead of like, deepening those feelings of failure and solitude totally i think that is super important obviously we all know like social media can be a highlight reel and a lot of us are mindful of that but i don't think a lot of us remember how you have to balance what you're consuming and what people you're surrounding yourself with in terms of just like your general mindset there's a lot of stuff like you know around how unfair a lot of the systems that we're currently operating within are. And yeah. it's a lot of it's very, very true. It's not a highlight reel. It's not fake. It's, you know, it's harsh realities. And I like to be an informed person. But also at the end of the day, if every time I get on social media and scroll, it's about how you can't succeed because the system's rigged against you. Yeah. Guess what? I'm not even going to try. Right. <laughs> right. I need some blind optimists. 
Yeah. <laughs> some drunk girl enthusiasm. Yes, yeah, some drunk girl enthusiasm. Some people who go, the system is broken and the system is imperfect and I'm still going to get up and try. So what? Now what? Yeah. So what? Now what? Not, you know, I'm not going to wait around for the system to be perfect. Like it never will be. So. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. I mean, in, in general, I think finding your community, it sounds like this big ambiguous idea that's like impossible to do. But at the end of the day, I think if you just put yourself in the way of other people, you'll find the right people. I'm sorry. The cats are cuddling in. It's really cute. I've never seen that. <laughs> <laughs> no, so put yourself in the way of people. I mean, in any way possible with your hobbies. Um, I have honestly made friends with people from Facebook Marketplace, <laughs> going and buying something from them. <laughs> we ended up becoming friends because we chatted and we had a, sh a similar interest. Obviously, um, you can bond with people over little things. Yeah. And I like part of that too, though, is understanding what you want, right? So allowing yourself the time to reflect and figure out what you want. And like, even if you're in a moment of failure, okay, well, does it matter? Is that failure on the way to something you actually want? Or is it some ambiguous some failure goal? that should have happened to shut the door anyway? Yeah, yeah. Or like, and like you could change the way you look at it because it's always going to be, man, F is for failures. They are part of our success. Thank you, Laura Daly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And children's sweet. Well, thank you guys for sharing. I mean, it's honestly so vulnerable to talk about failure, even though it's starting to become a little bit more normalized. I feel like people still mask it in this like, oh, once upon a time I failed one singular time and then everything's <laughs> been roses and daisies since. And it's so refreshing to me to be around people that are willing to say like, I was in it, you know, two days ago. <laughs> for whatever reason, whether it was a reason yeah. or not. <laughs> so I appreciate you guys. Thank you for sharing. And thank you, the listener today. Don't forget to rate us, review us, subscribe to us on all your favorite platforms so you do not miss Mrs. Diana Kokoska when we air that episode. Thank y'all. We will see so you excited. next week. Uh, bye. <laughs>